It's Becca. And this is Ryan. And welcome to Creepology. Hey, Becca. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> We've been talking for 30 minutes, so. <laughs> the so- Sorry, folks. Morale is low over here. <laughs> Might have noticed a lapse in episodes. We'll call it a holiday Just, break, but we'll what call it really it, yeah. is. <laughs> we'll call it a break. That's that's for sure. It's uh we're on the brink. Uh but here we are. Welcome back. Yeah, we uh we've both been dealing with some some burnout, some frustration. Just life being really hectic, but you know, you get it. Y'all get it. You everyone you everyone's get it. everyone's going through stuff right now. COVID yes, sucks. I'm ready it. for it to be over. Like, I saw the Omicron variant pop up, and I'm like, of course. Like, because we're going to be stuck in this hell loop for, like, 30 years. Yeah, I would say that that's, that, that is looking like an accurate statement. Not, uh, not looking too great on the political circuit either. I've also been yelling about that all day. I can't even get into that. But, like, you know, I've been nope, avoiding the news. Either. <laughs> yeah, you know what's really sad when... Like, every single time you open up really any social media anymore, because I feel like social media has just become nothing but a news platform. And I say news light, and I say news as, like, a strong exaggeration. Um, It's just, a lot of the times it doesn't look great. However, a little bit of positivity that we can either bring to your day or our own day, um, you know. We somehow, you know, the little podcast that could have managed to break into Podcast Magazine's top 50 for the month of December, which is just Yay. fantastic. I know. Um, shout out to, you know, some amazing people who have been nothing but amazing and supportive with our podcast and um, have been boosting us on this website and have just been nothing but nothing but great with us. Um, also have been loving to see everybody's Spotify wrapped that showed, you know, that we cracked some people's top fives, which is also amazing. Not only the top five, we were number one for some people that made me like, I'll be honest. I got a little bit emotional because I was like, oh my God, people actually listen to this thing. I know. Oh my gosh. Like it, like it was so amazing. Like the, right. Like you were saying, like some people like had us as their top podcast and like, I like that literally doesn't even compute in my brain. Like I can't. I can't understand how that's possible, but it did happen. And a and big thank, thank you. you. Yes. And a thank huge you thank you. Um, I, I think we got everybody that like, you know, reposted us. And I, I hope that we, that we were able to share everybody that, that sent something to us. If not, please let us know. And we will, you know, we will send you our personal thank you. Um, but it's been, it's been a rough couple months. But we're hoping to continue to to do this and view this as something that we can do while we're having fun. And I hope that it's something that continues to be fun for the rest of you. So thank you very much. Yeah. Yes. And thank you, Ryan, for being a great co-host and understanding friend throughout all of the the crap that's been the last couple couple months. <laughs> right back at you. We've, yeah. we've, as I'm, we've gone through a lot just as people through the duration of this podcast and 
We really have. We're, we're still, I feel like we're still standing somehow. I, somehow still engaged. That's that's a thing that hasn't changed. Um, my my sanity. That's a different thing. That one fluctuates like pretty much daily. Um, at this sanity? point, but who who's I don't know but her. Who's doesn't? Yeah, we don't know her. <sighs> I can't just smile. Everybody like just, wiggles the headphone out of my ear. <laughs> everybody just everybody just take a deep breath. And just recognize that you made it and you're here and you're listening to us and we're going to bring you some good content today. And we're really glad you're here. We're so glad that you're here. All right. Anything else housekeeping wise? We're probably, I, I guess we haven't like really announced when we're taking breaks or whatnot, but can probably say it now. We'll probably be breaking for the holidays. I think we want to do a couple Christmas episodes, but then probably take a little bit of more time off heading into the next year yeah yeah and i you know i think that's 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 a that's a fair pr- like prediction i mean everybody needs a break every once in a while um but you know i i know that the holidays are always a, a really fun time to get creative and and think about outlines and think about where we the direction that we want to keep taking the podcast so i feel like i feel like it'll it'll be a vacation as well as a refresher a re-energizer a re- yes re-energizing for life and the podcast because life be crazy very true yeah and my life will continue to be crazy for the next couple of months but it's fine and so we'll you know what we're gonna we're gonna do the best that we can i hate to break um, it to you but it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy right up until your wedding dude (laughs) yeah i i keep forgetting that that is happening i keep whenever i'm like thinking about all of my responsibilities i'm always like oh and you know wedding that's also a thing that little thing because it's just yeah it's work but it's work that i'm excited about and that ryan doesn't have to do thrilled about that (laughs) yeah ryan just gets to be a participant and it will be, and it will be a fun time. Um, what's our question of the day? I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I, I <laughs> right as we hit record, it's like, oh, I don't think we have one. I can, I can pull out a card here. Ugh. Yeah, let's 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 go to the cards. The cards. You've been done tell, a card. The cards in a will while. tell all. No, we haven't. This is a wild episode, so I don't know how I'm going to tie this in. But uh, oh my god, actually, it's kind of a good one. What changes have you made to reduce your impact on the environment? Staying inside. <laughs> I feel like everyone's a little bit greener just because of COVID. It's like, well, can't go anywhere. No, no carbon footprint. Um, no, but for real, I, I've been... You know, I've been trying to just reduce the amount of waste that I produce. So trying to use more reusable um, like Tupperware rather than baggies. I've also um, started using like the reusable Ziploc bags um, that, you know, because I I just I really didn't like how often I was taking out the trash when I wasn't leaving my house for long periods of time. (laughs) So I wanted to try and do less of that. As you know, as I sit here and think about the Chipotle that I'm going to order for dinner, which is creating trash, but it's fine. Oh wait, um, I have a I have a little side note. A friend uh, <laughs> sent me a text about an episode, a past episode, where 
I was eating a Chipotle burrito and I thought I edited it all out, but apparently (laughs) she was like, I can hear you chewing the entire episode. (laughs) So apologies for that. I would never claim to be professional. (laughs) It's Uh, fine. I've I've openly burped on this podcast multiple times. The sad thing is I don't even remember what episode it is because I'm pretty sure I've eaten a Chipotle burrito for at least three of the episodes. Yeah, I I always, whenever I think about the podcast, I just start craving Chipotle now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love that I'm I'm mentally associating Chipotle with our podcast. You're like pavlotting yourself. (laughs) I'm not mad about it, Ryan. I'm really not. I was actually... (laughs) I was actually going to get that for dinner, but the one by our apartment's closed for some reason, so I didn't. <laughs> uh, Ryan, anyway. what are what are you doing to reduce your impact on the environment? <laughs> um, you know, I think staying informed is a big thing. It's not exactly a material effort, but just knowing what's going on out there and, you know... Learning, learning about what you can be doing to help reduce your impact, I think that's a big one. Um, but I'm going to segue it here. Are you ready for this? Yeah. You know, one, uh, many animals are impacted by the worsening of the environment. One of these animals in particular is the great panda, and we're going to be talking about that today. In this episode where we're going to discuss the Pandas aren't real conspiracy theory. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I have to say, um, due to my final schedule, um, I have not given a single glance into this subject and therefore will also be going into this just as blind as you, dear listener. So this should be fun. It's wild. It's one of those ones where at its face, I was like, Okay, this is just... Some, I got this from TikTok, first and foremost. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, I watched this TikTok and I was like, oh, it's just someone trying to get, like, attention or clout on the app, whatever. Um, but then she talked about it and I was like, wait a second. And then I started researching it and I was like, hold up. <laughs> Our panda's not real, but we'll cover it. Um, so we've covered birds aren't real. Um, and now we're just continuing down that... Ow. My cat just clawed me through under the door. Um, so now we're just continuing down that rabbit hole, and we're going to discuss how pandas aren't real. Um, this is really wild, and I think that we should probably take a break before we go into it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take a quick break, and then I'll get into the background and all that fun stuff. Okay, so per usual, I'm going to talk about some background here. What are pandas? And I apologize in advance, this is going to sound a bit like a science lesson, but even in talking about their background, it does get a little bit interesting. Um, and you'll see what I hear mean. You'll see what I mean here in a sec. Um, so giant pandas, aka the panda bear, aka just pandas, they're the, you know, black and white one that everyone's probably the most familiar with. Uh, The only reason there's that distinction is because there needs to be some separation between them and the red panda, which I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure everyone knows what those are, but it's like the little red raccoon looking thing. They are my favorite animal. I love them. 
Pandas were my favorite animal, but now I don't know. I might not have a... Well, pangolin is my second favorite animal. Anyway. I do. I did not think that the pangolin was an actual real animal because of South Park until very recently. Aren't they so cool looking? They They're are. Like They're cool looking. They're uh, armadillos. <laughs> but, when, but when your introduction to them is your fiancé like running into the room hysterically laughing because South Park has blamed the COVID outbreak on the pangolin, you tend to believe <laughs> that they're not real. I'm maybe so serious. Maybe they got the pangolins aren't real from this this episode. Or not this it's, episode, but this, this conspiracy theory. Uh, it's it's crazy. I'm, um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready. But yeah, okay, so pandas, they're... In the order carnivora, so they're carnivores. Um, however, they're also classified as something called a foliovore, which is a type of herbivore that specializes in eating just leaves. So right off the bat, it has this really weird classification because it's a carnivore, except all, basically its entire diet is vegetation. Um, and actually, its whole classification structure is up for debate by a lot of scientists because many people think that it's actually a form of a giant raccoon. <gasps> so so there, there's a group of people that think the panda bear is not actually a bear, but it's in fact like a giant type of raccoon. Um, there have been some molecular studies, though, which I don't know how molecules help determine genetics, I guess. Um but they do indicate that it is a bear. So, like, this whole situation is a mess. Like, it's so back and forth, and, like, no one really knows what a panda is. Um, <laughs> but one interesting thing is that a lot of people call the panda a living fossil because I believe it's called a basil species, which means out of all bears that are alive today, it is most closely related to, like, the original bear that all the other ones like split off from does that make sense like mm -hmm. in the evolution tree like all bears evolved from one common ancestor and the panda is most directly related to that ancestor which that comes up again towards the end so like remember that um so yeah this like crazy fat lazy bear in the chinese wilderness is the closest thing we've got to like the original the OG bear from millions of years ago. Um, so talking a little bit more about their diet, as I said, it's mostly vegetation. It's actually 99% leaves, primarily bamboo shoots. I think most people know that. Um, but they do occasionally eat meat, uh, most commonly in the form of scavenging or rodents and birds. But like that's very rare. Like Obviously, it's like 1% of their diet, if that. And also, I'm trying to think like how a panda would catch a bird or even a rodent like i think i could outrun a panda pretty easily <laughs> a mouse definitely could <laughs> yeah so like I, it's just this whole description of the panda is so all over the place like how are they eating meat like they're not catching it for themselves it anyway <laughs> that's their diet in the wild is so it's like they just down bamboo shoots in captivity Honestly, it sounds pretty good. They get tons of fruits, and, like all different varietals. Uh, they get given honey, which I'm assuming like honeycombs. Uh, mm -hmm. They get fed eggs, fish, and lots of like root vegetables. And because pandas are so revered in so many locations, a lot oftentimes this food is prepared like 
really specially for the panda, like more like delicacy like. So they're like living large in uh, captivity. Um, their diet is also the reason why they're constantly eating. Um, so bamboo shoots have no nutritional value whatsoever. So in order to sustain themselves, pandas have to just constantly be eating because they're getting like no nutritional value from any other food, which same, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just like crazy because they've evolved structurally to eat plants. So like they've developed thumbs to help them grip stems and stuff like that. And they've developed stronger jaws just to help grind up plant food. But again, all of their internal structures are designed for them to be carnivores and meat eaters. So, like, they have a lot of digestive problems with eating plants. A lot of people think that the reason they stopped eating meat was because over time their genetics evolved and they lost the ability to taste that umami flavor. So, like, anything that is, like, meat or savory, they don't actually have the genetics to taste anything like that. Interesting. Which I thought was interesting. So it, it was assumed that just because they can't taste that, they just shifted to only eating plants because that's all they could taste. So that's a little bit about pandas. Um, as far as where they're located, uh, they're commonly found in mountain ranges of central China. They used to live in the lowlands, but were driven out, as most people know, because they're you know severely endangered largely due to farming and deforestation in the region. Uh, There is some good news on that front, though. Um, There's lots of conservation efforts in place, and actually pandas are, I think it's called a conservation-reliant species, so pandas can't sustain themselves without human intervention anymore. Um, But despite that, their numbers in the wild are starting to steadily increase, so good news there. Yeah. I, uh... I, I have a very, like, vivid core memory growing up. <laughs> um, do you remember those, like, World Wildlife Fund, like, like commercials about, like, and it focused on one endangered species in every, in every commercial? Was it, like, the magazines? It, they, they had the magazines, but they, there were also, like, conservation, like, commercials or whatever. And there was one, there, and, and. I can't, I can't remember if it was a commercial or if it was just like a short. Cause like, were you a PBS kid? Did you ever watch PBS shows? Yes. Okay. I wasn't a PBS kid, but I would watch PBS. So my family, my, my, my sister and I loved PBS. Um, and they would have, I believe they were just like, like informational, like, like moments or whatever that would come on either in between shows or like during commercial breaks that was like talking about certain animals. And I will, I will, there was, there was one that was about the panda that always would make me really, really sad because of just like how devastating, like all that stuff was for their, for their habitat. So always have had a soft spot for panda. <laughs> all these articles I read on them were like, yeah, these lazy fat shits could not take care of themselves. And <laughs> so they're dying off. And like, there's That's- tons of Reddit posts about like, humans should just stop caring and let them die because they can't sustain themselves. I'm like, hey, they're cute. They're cute. (laughs) And I mean, 
in your in your in your research, did you find did they have really any like evolutionary or environmental impact on anything? Like like no they tea, no eat, shade, but like they literally eat so much bamboo that like the only like pandas migrate, but it's only because they'll literally clear out an entire region of bamboo. Like that is how much bamboo they're eating. <laughs> but but it's bamboo, so like it replenishes itself really quickly. Like I think that's that's why it's probably their primary food source is just because it grows really fast. But like these things be eating. Yep. They just be slurping down those shoots. Oh, and actually, I forgot to say, back on the diet, real quick, <laughs> another <laughs> crazy thing is that, like, when they're first born, a panda's digestive tract actually is incapable. It's sterile, so it's incapable of digesting bamboo. They have to inherit this very specific type of, like, microbe from their parents that will break down plants in their gut. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to eat bamboos. So, like, they're not even digesting this stuff correctly, but it's their primary food source. <laughs> so, yeah, wild. Um, Where was I? Conservation Reliant covered that. So the characteristic... This was also a funny part. The characteristic coloring of pandas, so, like, the black and white... Um, Scientists don't really know why they're colored that way, like, so starkly. The best guess is that it's thought to be camouflaged for, like, the snowy, rocky, mountainous habitats that they're usually found in. Um, <laughs> but the funny part is, like, scientists are like, yeah, they have black circles around their eyes so they can see each other. But I'm thinking, like, by that logic, doesn't that mean everyone else would be able to see that? Like, I don't get that. <laughs> I don't understand that either. <laughs> They basically have, like, a white t-shirt on, and, like, <laughs> th that's it. I don't know. It's just weird. And then glasses. <laughs> exactly, though. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't even know where in the snow that would camouflage you. But <laughs> regardless, uh, that's, that's why people think that they're colored that way. So, interesting tidbit. Um, they usually live 20 years in the wild. And then 30 years in captivity. So that's another Are you important sure? thing for the end. Some of the videos that I've seen. They're they not just smart, be... but they just nope. exist. They they just be rolling all over the place. <laughs> Falling out of trees. Super not coordinated. Climbing over each other. <laughs> I don't have it in here. Um, but the translation in, from Chinese is a cat bear. And I think that's very apt, because they're, like, just fat house cats. They are. They really are. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. I did not know most of this before researching this. I was like, wow, pandas are so stupid. <laughs> uh, but they have very few natural predators, uh, other than humans. They uh, only really fall victim to other creatures when they're babies, so like newborns. <laughs> Wikipedia said that eagles can snatch up a baby panda, but I'm thinking baby pandas are pretty big when they come out. Like, <laughs> that eagle's got, he's, he's been lifting. I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was like the science lesson portion of the episode. 
so apologize if that was a little too uh, sciencey for a lot of people. But like we can already see, there's like nature's was really scratched in its chin when developing the the panda. Like there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots to unpack. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about pandas in more of like a historical context. So the ancient Chinese, you know, famous kind of like in the Egyptians in the same sense for like record keeping and their culture being like the dominant power of the East. So despite that, there's actually very little, if any, depictions of pandas in any ancient Chinese artwork. Um, but what's interesting is the, and I apologize in advance, this is where we're going to get into Chinese pronunciations, and your girl is not great at that. So <laughs> we're going to just bear with me. <laughs> um, but what's interesting is that the Kinling Mountains, which that's like the panda hub in China, they've inhabited that area for like ever. Those mountain ranges are extremely well depicted in ancient Chinese artwork. Um, so it's it's interesting that those mountains are often depicted, but pandas are very rare, if at all, ever depicted in ancient Chinese artwork. Um, I actually tried Googling and like finding ancient Chinese art artwork of pandas, but everything that comes up just kind of looks like someone in modern times just tried to paint something stylistically as ancient like none of it looks genuine so that that piece checked out mm -hmm. so like a little weird like this is very like, like this animal is very important to chinese culture so like why wasn't it showing up anywhere um right yeah yeah like in outside of artwork there are some alleged examples of pandas in writings so there's something called Mo, which is a famous creature in ancient Chinese stories. It's interpreted to be a panda. However, the original translation for this was just a white leopard. So, like, I, I don't really know how they're drawing panda from that. Um, and it only, like, it, like, it's, so its original translation was a white leopard, and it only, like, very much later became to be considered, like, more of, like, a bear. Mm -hmm. It's a little weird there. Um, and also, it's called Mo, not Poe, like the Oscar-snubbed, critically acclaimed film Kung Fu Panda, which has Poe as the main <laughs> character. Just wanted to make that clear for everyone. Oscar-snubbed, truly. Oscar-snubbed. Yes. Oscar. Snub. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar whatever. Jack Black deserves an Oscar. Star-studded cast, by the way. Angelina Jolie is Tigress. Jackie Chan is... He's either the mantis or the monkey. But then everyone else... I think Cameron Diaz is the cobra. Like, surprisingly star-studded. I know. Anyway. Surprisingly star-studded. Um, There's actually another mythical creature in ancient Chinese culture. And this is another one. I'm going to pronounce it Zhaoyu. Uh, it's another thing that's interpreted to be a panda, but it's similar in that its original translation was white tiger. Um, and it only much later evolved to be more of like a bear characteristic. So very strange that as popular as pandas are, they're like basically missing from Chinese history. Um, okay. And now for more of like a, 
I guess not really cultural, but like a how they've shown up in like a royal standpoint, like through leadership. Um, they're like pandas were said to be very highly valued in like royal royal spaces of ancient China. Um, but even like all of these examples are very questionable. So there was an Empress Bo, who is said to have been buried with a panda skull, but any proof of that is sealed away in her burial vault. So like no one really knows if that's for sure or not. Um. Then there was an emperor, Taizong, who allegedly gave two pandas as a gift to Japan as a token of goodwill. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is another circumstance where there's, like, very little evidence to, like, demonstrate that this actually happened. Um, one interesting note is that pandas were said to be, like, a main attraction in ancient Chinese zoos, which I didn't know ancient China had zoos, or any ancient culture had zoos for that matter. So I thought that was interesting. It makes sense that they do, though. Definitely. Like, menageries and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, They would also... They were also said to live in, like, the gardens of emperors. However, there's almost a 2,000-year gap between where, like, that is stated to having happened and where we're seeing pandas in modern Chinese zoos. So, like, very weird gaps of time there. Okay. And lastly, like, more of, like, a cultural standpoint, like, the ancient Chinese developed many medicinal uses for different parts of animals. And, you know, we mentioned pangolins. Like, they use pangolin dust as in medicines. They use parts of whales, parts of dolphins, parts of sea turtles. Like, tons of different animals had medicinal properties in ancient China. And I think a lot of people still have those beliefs today. Um, but one animal that is missing from all that is pandas. Pandas are like a notable exception that there really isn't any practice that uses panda parts in any type of medicine or any type of like ritual situation. There's like Mm -hmm. one peripheral example where a tribe is said to use panda urine to dissolve swallowed needles, which (laughs) sounds crazy to me. Um, (laughs) Interesting. Right. Um, drink your pee, dissolve the metal. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> go but ahead, try. Go ahead, give it a try. Bottoms up. I mean, let's do was shots. this also was this also around the same time where people thought that if you had a headache, it was because there were ghosts in your head, so they drilled a hole. Probably yes. Okay. Um, but that's like the only example, and it's like very, like it's definitely the exception and not the rule. Um, so again, it's like another big area where there's just like a gap in pandas being a part of the culture um and i think that's that's probably a good spot to take a break for now so that's the background and just kind of demonstrating how pandas are lacking from a lot of historical contexts um and i think when we get back from the break we're going to talk about when they started to be involved in a more modern context all right yeah yeah i'm excited this was um i didn't know that i didn't know this much about pandas i feel like i definitely learned something and i I can't wait to hear more it's been so educational (laughs) it truly has been i'm i'm excited for more all right and we'll pick it up after the break yep Okay, 
So before the break, we got rapid fire, scientific background, and history of pandas. Now we are going to talk about when they started showing up in like modern society. So when did Western civilization get involved in the whole panda game? Because uh, we know how the West loves to just stick their nose in everyone's business. So Becca, I'm going to have you guess what century Western nations first became aware of the panda. When they became aware of the panda? Um... So just like knew about it, its existence. So we have like the Silk Road, like trade between China and Europe, like all that stuff. I am on. so bad with history. I honestly don't know when that happened. I don't know either, but like, I guess more what I'm trying to say is like China and Europe were trading and like sharing cultures for a lot of history. So do you think the West knew about pandas early or recently? I feel like it's recently. Yes. It is very recently, actually. So Western cultures, their first experience with the giant panda wasn't until 1869. So that's, like, not long ago at all, if you think about it. And even that experience, it was just a French missionary was given the pelt of a panda by some hunter. So even that, like, first contact, I'll call it, was not even, like, a first contact. So... Pandas have been in China for ever, and contact with China had been going on for a long time. But you're telling me that the first ever encounter, allegedly, with a panda wasn't until, like, almost 1900? Like, that's crazy. Um, And then the first official sighting by, like, a Western person wasn't until 1916 when a German zoologist purchased a baby panda. So we're in the 1900s. That's just 100 years ago at this point, just about. And then the first panda entered the United States didn't happen until about 1940. And it actually, you know, shout out to you, ended up in the Chicago Zoo. So Chicago had the first panda in the United States. Look at that. But that was only 80 years ago. So that's like one lifetime. One generation ago was when the U.S. got its first panda. So, uh, again, it's just all of the timing of this whole situation is not adding up for me. Because it's like, where have they been? Right. Um... Now, like, all this is well and good, and but some of you are probably saying, well, I've been to a zoo and seen a panda in real life, so obviously they're real. And I would say to you, first of all, don't interrupt, I'm talking. Second of all, I would say, are you sure? Because. <laughs> Wait, I, like, zoned out for a second, and I was like, what did I do? Are don't you interrupt gonna, like, me, did Becca. Did I interrupt Jesus. him for something? I'm so, I'm so sorry. Oh, my I'm God. I'm talking to the listener now. It's, it's, it's our podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay yes sorry sorry I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding that was so that was so stern <laughs> i'm not a stern person <laughs> um but anyway like are you sure you've really seen a panda because actually i'll ask this have you ever seen a panda in real life i have seen a panda in real life yes interesting i'm trying to but only only from like very far away 
Like they never get very close to the like to the enclosures. Well, we'll get into it, but there might be a reason for that. Oh, okay. Um, and then I'm, I was trying to think, and I don't know if I've I've seen red pandas for sure. I don't know oh, yeah. if I've ever seen. They're like squirrels. They they run all over the they're place. They're super cute, and I think they're way less endangered than like the big big boys. So I, they're probably a little more accessible for zoos. But yeah, I don't know if I've actually ever seen a real panda at a zoo or anything like that. Um, but anyway, all this is to say there's something called the Tainan fake panda incident, which apparently this was a huge zoo, uh, or a huge, like huge deal over in, you know, Asia, but it was a private zoo in Taiwan where a sun bear was painted black and white and presented as a panda. Um, and so a sun bear, if you don't know, it really just kind of looks like a black bear, but it's like unique quality is that its chest is like this gold color that looks like a sun. Um, so one of those was painted to look like a panda and like presented at this zoo to like trick people into believing it was a panda. Um, so that has happened. Um, and also this piece I'll admit is directly from the TikTok and I couldn't really validate it anywhere, but there's allegedly multiple zoos that will put out fake and or robotic pandas on display in exhibits. So pan... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And pandas are, you know, famously sedentary in their lifestyle. So, like, always sleeping. And, you know, walking by an enclosure and seeing a giant, you know, black and white mass, quote-unquote, sleeping would probably be pretty convincing to most people yeah and especially like i don't know throwing robotics so its tail or ears wiggle a little bit and like that'd be pretty convincing yeah definitely so there's like talk that a lot of zoos just do that instead of having actual pandas out um so like what's the point with all this and birds aren't real the whole premise was that the United States government replaced birds with robots so that they could spy on people super easily. We covered it in a past episode. So if you're interested, yep. <laughs> go look at it. Um, but what's the deal with pandas then? Like, why are people saying that they're not real? So there's, yes, please tell they, me. Oh, there's, there's a couple. So there's a few. I'm excited. There's a few different schools of thought with this conspiracy. The first one, and, like, what I think we've covered pretty much, is just that, like, um, pandas just aren't real. And not only are they not real, but, like, they've never existed at all in any context. So that's number one. That's, like, the most simplistic explanation for this conspiracy theory is just that pandas have never existed. Um, okay. The second avenue is that pandas are in fact real, but they are a very modern creation designed and formed through genetic experiments. Or, if you've seen Jurassic Park, created through the use of fossilized DNA. Because remember how I was saying they're the only bear in existence to like closely resemble their historic ancestor? Yeah. So it's like, what if they were cloned back into modern society. Interesting. And then third and final, there's always like a really crazy one. Um, 
and it's that pandas are actually highly intelligent and or alien in nature and but basically what happened is their species came to earth interacted with humans obviously things didn't go well so they started going extinct um, and they began using humans to sustain themselves so you know how I was saying like pandas are now conservation reliant like they rely on humans for like the continuation of their species and then also it's interesting that pandas tend to live longer in captivity than in the wild so there's a school of thought that thinks they're like aliens or something that use humans to keep their species going so that one's a little fringe um that's that's my favorite but (laughs) that one's my favorite i like the second one and there's like some actual history to back that one up a little bit so the second one again yeah that's like the pandas are new and were like made in a lab basically but none of these theories really address the why like why are pandas significant um and there's something called panda diplomacy which i don't know if you've heard of this term before but this is like a real term all on its own like it exists outside of this conspiracy theory entirely and basically the premise is that pandas have been a diplomatic tool for china and like the gifting of pandas has started like a very long tradition of cultural diplomacy between china like this eastern superpower and the west are you with me so far i i think i think so this is a lot of thinking <laughs> it's it gets worse so like oh oh, oh okay awesome. not worse it's crazy it's just it's very complicated so i i apologize but so okay. we have this panda diplomacy attention. going on where china is gifting pandas to everyone all over the place is like a sign of peace respect whatever um And there is, like, some credence to this. Like, almost all world leaders have photographs of themselves holding or interacting with pandas. Biden and Trump don't, but, like, Putin and Daddy Trudeau have pictures with pandas. So, it's it's credible to some degree, at least. Um, One side note I will say is that China does not gift pandas anymore. They loan them out for $1 million, and... Another a tidbit for the tidbit is that the U.S. only accepts this loan and will pay this money if China agrees to put half of that towards conservation efforts. So that's good. But regardless, like what this is really sounding like is that these animals were created and then sensationalized and have become like sort of this very lucrative opportunity for China. So, okay high level what this 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 second point i'm trying to clarify is saying is that china created pandas sensationalized them made them like these big cultural symbols and then either through loaning them or gifting them or whatever has turned them into like this pretty lucrative like money making operation and like generating a ton of money for china so crazy and i do want to say like i obviously there's going to be a a cultural 
misunderstanding on my part here. Like, I am not mm. at all trying to be insensitive. We just like to have fun here on Creepology. Uh, if the U.S. government can fuck around with birds, I'm sure China can fuck around with bears. But just to clarify there, like, I am not trying to be <laughs> mean towards China or in- insensitive or anything like that. But this, it's just like, digging into this conspiracy theory... I was like, this is so crazy, <laughs> but, like, it kind of makes it, sense. It, I mean, it does. Like, I I mean, I, I just did a quick Google search of, of the pandas aren't real conspiracy theory. And a lot of the comments about them are just, like, how just chaotic and weird and, like, just they don't make sense. Like, nothing about pandas makes sense. Just reading, like, the Wikipedia page on pandas is, like, a headache in itself. Because it's, like, it's carnivores, but they're not really carnivores. They're bears, but they're not really bears. They're raccoons, but they're not really raccoons. They're endangered, but, like, they're coming back somehow. It's, like, (laughs) it's just, like, a big spiral. Like, it's always going back in on itself. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean if if we're if we're going to be, you know, doing the mental gymnastics to to once again believe that a entire nation or government would you know, either you know, somehow because of pandas like not being able to survive in the wild, maybe they actually went extinct, but you know, to continue the facade, they decided to like keep pretending, you know, but a lot of it just goes back to like, people are so disillusioned with the world right now and with everything, including just like where we get our information that it a hundred percent makes sense to me that, that people think this kind of thing, you know? I also feel like there's a nihilist like aspect to it too, where it's like, yeah, of course, pandas aren't real. Like, okay, move on to the next thing. Like, <laughs> it's like, honestly, if this came right. out tomorrow to be like 100% the truth, I would not be shocked, nor would I really care. <laughs> no, I, I definitely wouldn't be shocked. I mean, it's like we were talking about with like the news earlier. It's like whenever, whenever something happens or like something like, you know, new information comes out about something, it's always like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> What's next? Hit me. <laughs> Like, right, like, all that stuff that came out about, like, the declassification of those uh, documents of, like, the CIA acknowledging that, like, it was, there was a potential alien sighting or something like that in the recent years. Like, I was like, you know what? Okay. Just throw aliens in there, too. Like, we might as well. Like, we've had, we've had earthquakes in areas of the country that don't typically have earthquakes. We've had, you know... Our, our temperature is, is skyrocketing at a, you know, bees are dying at an alarming rate. Like all this other shit is happening. So of course, like I, I said, I actually said this like out loud as like, as an, as an educated person, I, I, I looked at somebody and I said, you know what? I'll bet you, I'll bet you Jurassic Park like happened or like there, like something's happening with it. Because, you know, our, our world is just kind of like a fuck around and find out kind of place. <laughs> and most of the time we don't even find out. We just like don't learn lessons. <laughs> we definitely don't learn lessons or we 
You know that that voice that um that sound that's like look who comes the consequence 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 look here comes the consequences of my actions now like you know that one yes. like like when you're when you have power and you have you know technology and you have access to all that kind of stuff you don't have to face consequences yeah that's fair that's the other thing in like so, I, this is me probably being problematic but like thinking about China. <laughs> I, I do it. consider them to be probably very much more technologically advanced than America. And so, like, mm-hmm. recreating a panda, like, we already have cloning technology. So, like... They did it with a sheep! Yeah, like, I feel like it's not that much of a... Like, you don't need to suspend your imagination that much to believe it, you know? I also love that we're using like an arbitrary they as in like we can like we can pinpoint exactly who's responsible for it. But like. It, you know, with with the like I said, I, I can I can see how people can do the mental gymnastics to get them into a place where they believe this. Yeah, I, what's crazy to me still is the lack of pandas from Chinese history. Because that's weird to me. Like, that's, like, the one point where I'm like, well, yeah, like, that does make sense. Like, that is very strange. Yeah. But, I mean, there's all kinds of strange things and all kinds of strange ideas that, you know, however many however many years ago or decades ago, people would not have believed to be true. But I mean, we have we have tiny computers in our pockets every single day and we have, you know, we can fly from Chicago to Italy in, you know, less than nine hours. Like that was that was very far out of the stretch of the imagination, however many, you know, decades ago. So would I like to believe that pandas are aliens? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I, I read that one and I'm like. Uh, probably a little more far-fetched, but in my head I was like, Becca's gonna like this one, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's that's exactly spot on. I, you know, I would, I would absolutely love to believe that pandas are aliens because they're so delightful. And, you know, when you think about what an alien would, would believe that humans would love and be obsessed with and would spend money and time going to look at and researching I can understand why they'd come up with a panda. Yeah. You know like like they're they're silly, they're rolly, they're chubby, they're stubborn. <laughs> Did you just say they're rolly? <laughs> they're rolly, like they roll around. <laughs> they grab their feet and they like they just like roll places. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing. I just have never heard something described as rolly. Like every, like, like every video that I've seen or every time I've like seen a panda, they're like in some sort of like spherical form. It's like, so I'm watching Lost in Space right now. We have to talk about at least one movie or TV show every episode. I've decided. Okay. I don't, I don't know if you've watched the show. It's on Netflix. I have not. Um, I don't like something called Lost in Space. That gives me anxiety. Oh, if you don't like shows like that, then you probably wouldn't like this. But like. Like, I, I had nightmares after. Like, I, I can watch the most, like, fucked up horror movie in the world, 
But I watched Gravity and had nightmares. So please oh, continue. Oh, you definitely will. Yeah, don't watch this then. But um, a plot point that was just revealed is that there was this organic alien race. And they, to continue their species, they created, like, robot versions of themselves. And the robots, even though, like, the organic versions went extinct, the robots went to, like, live on and have kind of, like, gone feral a little bit. So it's like, what if something like that happened with pandas? Like, what if pandas used to be, like, the super intelligent race, but just through, not necessarily de-evolution, but, like, I don't know, just, like, over the years became, like, this much simpler creature. Um, But, like, the premise is the same, is, like, they need humanity to survive. So, like, something to think about. Yeah. That's, that's a thought. Um, (laughs) I mean, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with a single thing that you're saying. Like, um, I I just, I just, I would just love to believe that aliens are spying on us from. I don't want them spying with, with pandas. I want to be abducted. (laughs) I'm ready. I, I, you know, if you're just like, go full send. Like, that's what I'm annoyed about. Like, don't just like, don't tease, just go full in. Oh. Becca's being horny on Maine. Got it. <laughs> I realized it as I was saying it. Um, yeah, I like this. I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind being abducted. I think we've talked about it before. Like, you know, take me. Oh, we have. Take me. <laughs> like, like I'm the world is going to end anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to be on the ships that we know can get out. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, um, like we're like clearly, you know, Elon Musk is is already planning his future on another planet. Yeah. So maybe we should. Mars too? can have him. <laughs> <laughs> I did have. I I also I also don't think that Elon Musk is a real person. But it, talk about robots! <laughs> I would not be surprised. That hair, nothing natural about it. <laughs> uh, Mark Zuckerberg also is definitely not. A He's human. a lizard person, though. He, he is, he's either, he's either an an alien or a lizard person. Like he's not a real person. He loves sweet baby Rays. (laughs) Have you seen that video? Yeah. Didn't, yeah. He like displayed it or something, didn't he? Like a trophy or like a decorative vase, just a bottle of sweet baby Rays. That's something that an alien would believe, like would copy from humans. Like display okay so have you ever have do you follow the account on instagram called nathan strange planet no okay it is my absolute favorite account that i've ever followed on on instagram and i'll tell you why thank you (laughs) um so this guy creates these comics that's like aliens that are trying to oh. adapt to human life. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. So like I'm watching this one right now or I'm looking at this one. Um, alien says, what do you want? This one says, I want to puncture my skin, but artistically. <laughs> it's like literally the translating one says, human behavior. <laughs> right. It says, will it hurt when you stab me? And then it says, all stabs hurt. <laughs> and then... And then, all stabs hurt and then and then the the one that's like doing the tattooing says because like the this alien wants it to be like on their back and and he says you won't be able to see this 
And the one says, it's okay. I will remember what my favorite animal is. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and then he says, how long will the pain last? And then the guy says, listen, do you love birds or not? <laughs> um, this one says, it, so it's two aliens looking at a cat. Um, those are my favorite ones, by the way. This one says, the creature seeks out immediate hydration. I have emptied this. I have emptied the cylinder. This other one says, I will now seek liquid elsewhere. <laughs> and then the cat like pushes the, like knocks the, the cup off the table. And then it says, this creature is erratic. It only obeys itself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. They're my favorite and they bring me so much joy. I like, I love them every single day and he has a coloring book <gasps> and I want to buy it so bad. I want to buy it so bad. His merchandise is so cute. I'm like 95% sure he has a, um, like he has, he has a, oh yeah, it's the, it's called the strange planet coloring book. I want it so bad. I love coloring. I'm going to look into it. And then, um, the, so the meme, like the first one that I ever saw was the one, um, where the alien is like holding up the cat and it says like, I found this. And then the next one says it's vibrating <laughs> and I want it. I need it. Oh, uh, I love yeah, that. I, I um, know exactly what you're talking about. I have seen those before. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, that's we we're definitely a fan of them on the show um and i can't believe i don't own all of their merch already um oh my god they have posters stop it you're going down a hole i'm gonna lose my mind (laughs) i'm gonna lose my mind um yeah okay so but like you see what i mean like like a panda would be something that an alien would be like humans like these let's make one yeah it checks all the boxes. Fluffy. It checks chunky, out. All of it checks out. Not intimidating. Yes. Um, however, they can maul you. Don't forget. Oh, key point about that. I didn't include this in the outline, but I did read this. Pandas very rarely will attack someone out of aggression. The only reason they'll attack humans is if they're irritated. <laughs> So I read that and I'm like, these are my cat. <laughs> yeah, that's Lily. Correct. <laughs> uh, oh, and I, I forgot to list, read this bullet, but just as like a fun final note, the microbes, so the special ones, I actually don't know if they're the same, but like pandas have a lot of special microbes in their gut to help them break down plants. Um, Those microbes that are being found in panda waste are actually currently showing promising results to becoming biofuel so that's interesting so panda poop see further evidence that this is aliens yeah they're like how can we make renewable fuel let's do poop (laughs) right because right because that's of course the that that's what humans oh sorry that's what humans would decide is the best course of action (sighs) all right well, this yeah. was pandas aren't real. This was pandas aren't real, and we are by no means saying that pandas are not awesome. They're just fake. because they are. 
<laughs> so I don't I don't need any people trying to accuse us of hating pandas because we definitely don't. However, they may just not be real. It's a But honestly, this is just further evidence it, that we live in a simulation. That's a whole other episode, but like <laughs> sure, pandas oh, aren't real. Oh, we should def- Everything's fake. We should definitely we should definitely do a simulation episode. Like the more and more the the older that I get and the more life that I see and the more people that I meet, I'm so convinced that there are just a lot of NPCs in my life that I just need to ignore. Did you see the <laughs> Not to talk about another TikTok, but it was like, everyone's just an NPC. Did you know you can lie to everyone because you'll never see them again? (laughs) No, but that's awesome. It was like, this person walked into like a random hotel building, walked up to the counter and was like, yeah, I'm a doctor or something like that. And then just left. (laughs) And he's like, no consequences. Absolutely none. Like you, you can. You are allowed to just lie. Ah, uh, well, it's been fun. Uh, it's been real, and I think it's been real fun. It's been a while. I needed. This. I think that this. I think. I think this episode was real fun. I think it was. It was a. It was an easy, low stakes one to get us back in the swing of things. Yes. To uh. To to dip to dip our toes in the in the pool once again, if you will. And you're doing the Stregonona man next week, right? Yes, Not Stregonona. I That's am the new doing. Lady. I don't know what you said. What? 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 You don't know what Stregonona is? No. Oh my god! You never read Stregonona's pot or whatever it's called. No. That's your homework assignment. You need to look that up. It's a good story. You need to look that up after we're done recording. It's fake. Strega Nona? Yeah. It it's it's like a kid's book. It's not real, but it's it's a cute story. Wait, wait, I may I may know it's what the you're magic talking spaghetti about. Pot. It like just produces a bunch of noodles and feeds the whole town. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I vaguely remember this. And I actually think that I read this in Spanish class. Oh, interesting. Because that, that's, that's how my Spanish teacher would, would teach us. She would give us children's books that we know in Spanish so that we could, like, that it, it was the way for us to learn. Oh, that's actually um, probably a good idea. Anyway, who are you doing next week? <laughs> oh, I am going to be talking about the summer, the Summerton Man, the mystery of the Summerton, Summerton. Man. Um, uh, it's, it's. Hmm? Go ahead. I was going to say it's part murder. It's part conspiracy. It's part a little bit of cryptid. Um, just a lot of mystery. It's really, it's really interesting. There's a, I've been, I, to be honest, the, the outline, this is going to be, this is going to be an interesting one. It's going to be a lot of, uh, probably some deep dives on Reddit for sure. But I'm trying to um, not look up anything beforehand, but I'm probably going to get at least like a high level before we get into it. Oh my god, boo! My nephew, he cries. He needs to chill. He's been bad all day. Um, yeah, no, it's this is such an interesting story. I can't wait to cover it. Well, anything else on pandas before we uh before we adjourn? I think that the pandas would want you to follow us on Instagram. Oh yes, I'll do my usual spiel. Um, I think that they, I think that they would, that they would tell you to follow yeah, us. Yeah, pandas support the pod. Ooh, a bit of a, Definitely. Kind of a tongue twister. Um, 
But yes, uh, if you liked today's episode, please follow us on Instagram, which is at Creepology Podcast, and Twitter, which is at Creepology Pod. Or if you're so inclined, you can shoot us an email at creepologypodcast at gmail.com. Um, and things like uh, subscribing, leaving good reviews, commenting, all that stuff, it really helps us out. So it, we, we've gotten some and we really appreciate it, but, you know, keep it coming. Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 definitely. Um, we want to be in January Hot it. 50. <laughs> Uh, yes, we hope so. We we have like like I said at the beginning, I we so appreciate all the love, all the support, everything. But, you know, just remember to have the day you deserve. That's the most important thing is just to have the day that you deserve. Have the day you deserve. 